This is Anna. I'm Jennifer. And I'm Amanda. And this is Dick Talk and Mimosas. Welcome back to Dick Talk and Mimosas. This is our second episode. First of all, thank you so much for the good positive comments that we got for the first one. We're really going to hide from that. But this is going to be a different kind of episode. So just as we have highs in the love department, like we spoke about in our previous first episode, there's also lows. And this is what that episode is going to be about because we're not just... We're getting low. Yeah. Getting we're not low, just, getting low, getting low. <laughs> we're not just sex-craved vixen goddesses mostly but mostly but we also have feelings and you know those feelings get hurt sometimes and this is one of those episodes where one of our members is going to talk about her new relationship status and we're going to talk about breakups so yes jennifer do you want to tell us about what has happened in the last 24 hours or so I would be happy to, Anna. <laughs> um, so today, I was dumped. Yeah. Boo. So that sucks. That sucks. You and were, not in the you way. Weren't dumped. You were freed. I was released from yes. a relationship, mm-hmm. and I I kind of saw it coming. I mean, first of all, <laughs> well, I will say I will say this. So. So I've been with this person. I've been with this person for ten months. Um, I was very happy. Um, I mean, we had like some issues, and we worked through those issues. But, but everyone then, does. Everyone know, does in every normal. relationship. Like no relationship is perfect, and no. so it would I be was horrifying if it was. Like oh yeah, yeah. that doesn't exist. So, like are you a spy? Are you a robot? What's I know. Wrong with you? I know. Are you here to like you know get information out of me for some weird <laughs> yeah. government? This is normal. <laughs> So I was with this person for 10 months and we had just celebrated our 10 month anniversary on Saturday, which um, was our date day. And we had a great time. We went to the Museum of Love and it was awesome. And then that was... Until it wasn't. And that was Saturday. Until it wasn't. And then on Tuesday, last night, so he came over and, you know, I made him, I made dinner and then, you know, we watched a little bit of a show and then, you know, he couldn't stay because he had like something in the morning. And then right as he was about to leave, he was like, wait, I actually remember something I wanted to like, you know, talk to you about. And then, oh, like all of a sudden, he just remembered. Typical guy. (laughs) Jesus Christ. I mean, I was uncomfortable and I want to say it as I'm leaving so I don't have to deal with the questions. Goodbye. It's like I got the vagina, I got the dinner. Oh yeah, well, by the way, we got we, something to Well, talk we didn't about. we didn't have sex, but I mean, that's oh, okay. beside the point. Yeah. Um, yeah. So he was like saying, "Yeah, remember how like you brought up a while back about, you know, possibly cohabitating one day and yeah. I was like, mm-hmm. "Yeah, I brought that up. Your that's goals or vision." I brought that up because you had said you wanted to get your own apartment with the hardwood floors and a cat, and I said, "Have you considered the possibility that you may cohabitate with my two cats. Have you ever thought about that as a possibility? And he's like, no, I hadn't really thought about that. And that was like a few weeks ago. So once he brought that up, I was like, wait, we should probably like sit down on the couch because this is not a leave out my door conversation. So we sat down and talked and he was like, yeah, like ever since you brought that up, I've just been like having anxiety 
because I, I really don't ever see myself cohabitating with anyone. And I was like, well, that's interesting, you there know, because I, I mean, that's kind that. of like a thing that you need to say when you establish the relationship. But maybe mm-hmm. he found out during this one and hopefully moving forward, he says that up front because that's kind of not cool to go 10 months and then be like, oh, and also, you know. Yeah, I mean, I knew this that is he... At least, you know, go five fucking years. Like, oh, by the way, I have another girlfriend I haven't told you about. Yeah. But we'll all, get into that later. That is the next segment of this <laughs> podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, to be continued. So he's, he came back and you guys talked about it? Well, no, so he, we were we were still on my couch talking about, you know, the mm-hmm. whole... He was like, I'm confused. I don't know. Like, I feel like I would be wasting your time because, like you want you know to eventually move in together and i'm like well i wouldn't have even brought it up until you mentioned the whole wanting your own place with a cat and i'm like that's Mm -hmm. something you would need to discuss with your partner right um so i wouldn't have even brought that up until like well over a year or two into the relationship but you know we hadn't got to that point so he was like i just i feel like i would be wasting your time and i don't Mm -hmm. know i feel like we would be going in different directions Mm -hmm. and I'm confused and I'm like, okay, so then what do you want for the relationship? Mm -hmm. And he's like, I don't know. I'm confused. I need to think. And so he, we had, you know, something today at noon. So we were going to do that thing. And then he said, we can talk after. Mm -hmm. So we talked in my car and, you know, we had a really, you know, long talk about just what he wanted and his feelings and you know he he really opened up and I'm not gonna like go into all the details but he is working on himself like he's working on him uh like some personal issues that he has and he's finally like seeking help for that so that's really good Mm -hmm. um but he did eventually say that yes I think we should end the relationship now why you know before we get too farther in and it would hurt you even more right so and like and I, you know, I, I acknowledged him for being honest and he, you know, he was, which like, is noble of you. Cause yeah. it's very easy to be hurt in that situation and then be mean or resentful or, you like know, like me, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it was very, I had, it, it took everything in me to like not break down crying because I am a crier. I'm an Aquarius. I love to cry my Aquarius Girl, tears. Yes. I cry all of the time. Like seriously, I, I can fill today. a pool with my Aquarius tears. Yes. And <laughs> so I was very calm and collected. I'm actually really proud of myself for being Good. so just put together when taking in this news that the man that I love wants to... Mm-hmm. Not wants to go me. to clown college. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, Pretty much. So that was that was the conversation we had. And, you know, it was actually, it was a really healthy, it was a healthy breakup. I will say that it was like, it was amicable. We um, we decided that we're, we're going to continue to support each mm-hmm. other. We just, we're obviously going to take some time to, you know, you know, get past this on our own and not, right. you know, communicate. But... But we we're still gonna support each other, and um, it's very healthy. And like I I really do want him to be happy, and mm-hmm. it, it sucks that it won't be with me. But yeah, I understand. Well, I think it's noble of you to be able to end the relationship in a in a way where you still have the possibility to converse as humans, as friends, and you know I've been in. A relationship before where I had to leave as an emergency where, um, you know, I had friends and my even my boss came to help me like move out, like evacuate. <laughs> like it wasn't mm-hmm. like, 
we should go our separate ways. It was like, I need to escape tonight before he comes home from work. Whoa. Like some wildfire. What was that? What was the situation? Jeez. Yeah. So um, I was with him for two years and it was a very, a very toxic relationship on both ends. You know, I felt like um, if I am taking responsibility for my portion of it, you know, I felt that I was reactive to a lot of the, like, what I felt was, like, completely outlandish um, fears and accusations and crazy things that he was coming up with. You know, like, he accused me of, you know, like, all sorts of crazy stuff. Like, I have porn videos online that I'm not telling him about. And what? what? Yeah. And, and drugs. All of the time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that, sounds like, that sounds like a drug addicted. Yeah. And, uh, <clears throat> yeah, no, I mean, like, nothing at least in my presence, nothing hard, but nonetheless, it was like a consistent, like could never be like in a sober mm-hmm. state. There always had to be mm-hmm. something yeah. to get him through his day. Um, but yeah, it was and, and, and like all of the things that he was so upset about were things that were before, like, even if it was true, like he accused me of being in this porn video. He specifically found this video that sort of looked like me. And after Ooh, can we find that, Oh, it's taken down because oh, oh man, I want to see darn. some okay. Amanda porn. I know, I know, here's, me too. Here's the best part. Okay, so I had just moved here to California, mm-hmm. and it was like two weeks into living here, cohabitating with him, and I'm at a new job, and he keeps blowing up my phone. Wow, that is the and worst. And so finally, I go in. Actually, I this wasn't even two weeks in. Now that I'm thinking about this, this is like my first week of work. I think oh, it was like a few days. Because I still had someone, my boss, shadowing me, like, all day. And my mm-hmm. phone is fucking blowing up. So, finally, I, like, looked at him, like, that guilty look. And he's like, just go to the bathroom real quick and just, like, take care of whatever's going on. I'm like, okay, sorry. Go to the bathroom, answer the phone. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? What do you need? Because when I looked at all the texts, it's like, is this you? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, sent me this link to porn. And I genuinely thought it was a joke. Like, he thinks he's being funny. Mm-hmm. Because, like, I was so extreme. certain. Like, this is not me. Mm-hmm. So I call like, him. Not that I remember. Yeah, I call him and I'm like, what the fuck do you want? Like, you're going to get me fired from my job. Mm-hmm. In which case, yeah, it, it was just a disaster. Anyway, skipping forward, um, even if his accusations were true, and this was me in this video, it was like something from like two years before I even met him. So it, mm-hmm. it's it not matter. even relevant. Right. But yeah. it wasn't me. But I had the good fortune of having a friend come visit me. I would say like a year into this, maybe a year and a half into this actually. And just interacting with the two of us for a week while he stayed here, like, cause he was not from California. So he stayed here with, at our house for a week. And he's like, can I go to coffee with you? And I'm like, yeah, let me see if he's available and we'll go get coffee. And he's like, no, just you and I, uh, I have something important to tell you or talk about. I'm like, okay. So I went and told him, you know, like my partner was like, Yo, he wants to go to coffee. I think something was wrong. Like, maybe he's got to tell me something, like, about his personal life. But he kind of just wanted it to be the two of us. And it was, like, a family friend, right? So he was like, yeah, okay, whatever. So we go to coffee. And he's like, have you ever heard of gaslighting? I'm like, no. And he's like, you are 100%, like, all the way being gaslit. And I was like, okay. So he's, like, like educating me on gas, like, what gaslighting is Mm -hmm. during this little coffee date. And so I was like, holy fuck, yeah, you're totally right. This, just this one story, I won't go into the, the plethora of variations of stories I have, but this one story about this porn video, like he got me to the point that I was like, 
okay, maybe it is me. It does kind of look like me. Mm-hmm. I guess it could have been my ex. The video is from an angle that's like above head. The person in the video, so it was like a video of some girl sucking some guy's dick, right? Mm-hmm. But it was like from point of view, like looking down, right? Mm-hmm. And at no point does the girl look at the camera. Mm-hmm. The video is only like 20 seconds long and it's in night vision. Ugh. So I'm like, I mean, I guess it could be like if if, if that was me, he could positively identify you. I feel like I'm in my cousin Vinny right now. He could positively identify you <laughs> based on night vision footage, cell phone, yeah. vi- cell phone footage. That's 20 seconds. Yeah, not you admissible wanna... in court, my oh, love. Oh, here's here's the nail in the coffin. I'm so guilty. The title of this video was Fifty Shades of Scorpio. Of Ugh. course it's me. Oh, I'm like, shit. I'm the only Scorpio on the face of the fucking earth. Yes. Like, yes, well, you are. We discussed that in the previous and then, episode. Wait, and then <laughs> this is the best. Hit One of his like other, like, he like referred to this statement all the time. I am an artist. I use my eyes for a living. Don't you think I know what my girlfriend looks like? Whoa. Oh, I'm an artist. Like, you don't guy. use your eyes for a living <laughs> as a photographer. <laughs> I'm going to go full New York on his ass, yes. all right? Yes. Don't get me started, all yes. right? Exactly. So, yeah. I can't. Yeah, it was like this, like, times a thousand. I think I would date this guy. <laughs> I would oh. be surprised. Jeez. Did you have a 20-second porn video, too? I'm yeah. sure I did. I'm sure he would have convinced me about it, well, too. who the fuck doesn't in this day and age? I'm sorry. Who have you doesn't never... have a porn video? Who? But yeah. also, how did he find it? Ooh. What was he looking Because for? I made a joke about being a porn star. Oh, of course, yeah. So he looked it up to find so it. So he's like, I looked up Scorpio, and this is the first thing that came up, and it's you. And I'm like, okay, first of all, this is not the first you thing that comes up. You set yourself up. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How dare you? Wow. Just, yeah, it, it boils down to a human who is extremely insecure, who's probably been hurt. I mean, I know for a fact he's mm-hmm. been hurt in relationships, and it's it's created this internal monster that thinks everybody is like all of these bad situations that he's lived through. And so he's just waiting for every relationship to be exactly what he thought it was, you know? And like, mm. congratulations, you win. So the relationship's over. Mm. Um, but however, it ended in um, us arguing and getting like physical, like, sh- like, like not crazy physical, but like I was doing dishes and he like pushed me out of the way for the sink. So then I pushed back with my shoulder and said, don't fucking touch me. And then it turned into, oh, okay, I hurt your ego. So now it was like pushing me out of the way. I said, fuck this, I'm out of here. And then it was like him pretending to punch me in the stomach, but like stopping short. But it literally still took the breath out of my air Mm -hmm. because it looked like it was going to be a full-fledged, like full-force punch. Mm -hmm. So then I was like, nope, out of here, bye. Took my keys, Mm -hmm. my phone, my wallet, went outside, walked around the block, was waiting because I knew he had to leave for work soon. So I was just like waiting. And I'd already planned in my head. I'm like, as soon as he's gone, I'm calling my boss. I'm telling him I'm not coming in. I'm packing everything I fucking own. I'm out of here. And that's pretty much what I did. As soon as he left for work, you know, my boss, of course, was like, my, the people I work for are like angels on earth, like godsend, like for fucking real. Like I can't even envision what my life would be without these people in my life. Mm-hmm. So, of course, they were like, 100%, we support you. Do you want us there? Like, do you need money? Do you, What do you need? Like, we want you to be safe and healthy. And, like, we care about you. So what do you need? And I was like, I'm just going to pack all my shit right now. I'll figure it out. Like, I'm more concerned about, like, the action of getting myself out of here first. I'll figure out the rest later. So I uh, happened to have a friend in town, also a godsend. She was visiting 
And she's like, hey, you want to hang out? I'm like, um, actually, I'm like trying to leave my house like in an emergency right now. Want to come help pack? She's like, absolutely. So she came over and we just like packed everything I owned. Wow. I literally like duct taped all the boxes shut and like put everything outside the back door because I knew I couldn't move it anywhere that night. So I, everything I own is in boxes outside the back door. I went and stayed at a friend's house for the night, came back the next day after he left and like loaded everything in a U-Haul, put it all in storage, slept on my friend's couch for two weeks, slept on my boss's couch for two weeks, and then had gotten an apartment for myself. And uh, yeah. So congratulations on ending a relationship amicably and not with police or restraining orders or (laughs) emergencies i know mine didn't end in restraining orders i feel a lot better about my breakup (laughs) thank you amanda for that perspective yeah jesus and good for you for not staying because a lot of women like they always say like you know they stay for too long like oh he's gonna change yeah and i will say i was in that boat for a while it could have ended way sooner but Mm -hmm. i kept trying to like be patient and like giving him, yeah, the benefit of the doubt. And he sees that there's an issue here and he's going to change it. And how would I feel if I was that person and someone's like, fuck you, you're wrong, you're a terrible person, instead of like helping me to crawl out of this dark hole. But yeah, enough's enough at a certain point. Yeah, but also when they're gaslighting you enough, you are thinking like, okay, Crazy. what am I doing? I literally was in tears yeah. all the time. Like, but like, I'm what insane. am I doing wrong to upset him? Like, mm-hmm. how am I causing this? And it's like, no, bitch. Like, you're the one that has fucking problems. Mm-hmm. You get out of my life. Gaslighting 101. Yeah, no, yes. for sure. I for Like, there was a good portion of that time where I was deeply considering, like, I'm schizophrenic or something like I'm Mm -hmm. doing these things and I don't even know that I'm doing it like what's wrong with me and oh my god like he like was so like sly and charismatic about convincing me that like I am doing these things yeah Yeah. and it drives you crazy and you're like no maybe yeah because it's one thing if someone's like fuck you you're blah 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 and you're like you're just crazy Mm -hmm. but like when they do it in such like a sly way where it's like I really love you and you're really hurting me when you do these things I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry but Mm -hmm. Yeah, and that point that you made. Yeah. You really hurt my feelings. Yep. Now, yes. Anna, I know that you recently went through a really big breakup. I did. Do, would you like to talk about it? Um, Sure, very briefly. <laughs> so this is what I was telling the girls earlier. Well, these girls have been with me through it all because they were literally like my angels when this happened. But, um, so, sister. <laughs> yes. Hey, sister. There it is. Yeah. That's what I was like, wait, how does this start? (laughs) Yeah. So I was recently public about this because it's been really tough on me. Um, I'm not going to say that I ended a relationship of nearly five years. The relationship was ended for me, not by choice. And um, earlier this year, right before lockdown, right before the pandemic... Uh, my boyfriend of five years decided to leave me for another woman. And that just fucking blows. Because what I did not know is that he had this relationship for much longer than however long we had been dating. I found out about her last year. And I reached out to her because he was not giving me any answers that I was looking for. But I knew there was something going on. And I found her on Facebook and I reached out and... She's like, sorry to tell you, you know, I thought she was just like, maybe like a side chick or whatever. And she's like, well, I'm really sorry to tell you, but, um, you know, this person and I have been dating longer than you've been together. 
And I was, of course, speechless. I talked to him about it and, you know, we did therapy. We, you know, they had gone their separate ways or so I thought he claims he did. But, you know, after speaking to her later on, um, late last year, apparently that was not the case because he was like desperately like reaching out to her until they got back together. And when I, we went to therapy again and he just, you know, he basically did not want to give her up. So Mm. I gave him the ultimatum um, after going to therapy, after trying to figure out why he was so obsessed with this girl that, you know, we had been through everything together. I mean, we had gone through so much and we, I mean, I thought I was going to spend the rest of my life with this guy. And at the end of the day, uh, when I told him it was me or her, he chose her. And it sucked ass. And at the same time, I now feel better. I do feel like a more sense of relief about what happened because I'm now seeing all the red flags, which, you know, I do believe our entire relationship was a lot of it had a lot of good teaching moments because obviously when you're non-monogamous, there's, you're going to run into a lot of those, um, issues. So I'm happy that I went through those things to learn about myself and what I wanted of life and relationships. But at the same time, I didn't desert what he did to me because. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And if I can interject, I will say like from being there through it with you too, like you did everything in your power, much more than I probably feel like I would have justified with myself to do, mm-hmm. to make it work. Mm-hmm. And it was just like a, like, this is non-negotiable, like, non-flexible situation from the other end, where it was like, yeah. you know, like, you, you're trying to come up with every solution to make both of you happy, but, like, if, if someone isn't going to be, like make any compromises like it can't work it can't just be like my way or the highway mm-hmm. so anna you're a queen and he couldn't handle being with royalty i mean really that's what oh i like that of yes. all of our stories are right yeah queen energy right here yeah we're definitely too much for some men yeah we're alpha as fuck we as are fuck we, we are. are not for the faint of heart <laughs> definitely that is 100 percent true and that is a lot. direct quote from the marine rapper by the way <laughs> and that's one thing that i've learned and also like obviously to what what we're gonna like um uh switch into is like what have we done to like get over those breakups mm. because i i mean I, I made an entire video about it on fa- on uh, what's called YouTube. Follow me. Well, why don't you start with like, what, what did you do to cope with your five year breakup? Well, the first few weeks I just fucking drink. I just Mm. drink and slept because, Oh, one thing that I also want to point out, I don't know if you're putting the two pieces together. So when we broke up, it was right before the lockdown. So, and I was also working, a nurse nurse working COVID COVID. during COVID. So I was isolated from my friends and family for like three months. Mm -hmm. I didn't see anyone. I literally went to work at the hospital and I came home because I was, but we did have video brunches because we we still had to see you. We just couldn't, we did. It sucked not being able to hug my girls, you know, but I had to settle for being on a zoom chat with you and seeing y'all in song. So that was yeah. cool. <laughs> we, should, we, should, we should throw those photos in there too. So we do have those photos. Oh, yes. We totally should. But yeah, so it was particularly like super depressing because I'm like, okay, I have been, you know, left for another woman after five years. 
I'm alone. Like literally alone. Like Working I don't so have so hard through such a stressful time. Yes. Like the craziest your career has probably ever been. Yeah. Like literally my Vietnam. And I can't even have <laughs> Back in Nam. Yeah. <laughs> Says the war veteran. During yeah. <laughs> and not only that, I can't even see like have like any like support like physical support because you know i like hugs oh, and being the with two people. of us are on the ten thousand percent for the love language being physical touch yeah like i'm cuddling with you but it's not enough can you make more of your body touch me right now exactly <laughs> i mean i'm a words of affirmation gal but that's a whole other podcast episode <laughs> That's a whole other episode. We have so many of those coming. Um, But yeah, so I didn't cope very well at first. I was just like literally like drinking, but not drinking to get drunk, like just drinking to numb myself where I was just like, go to work, come home, have a few drinks, pass out, like not even eat. I lost weight. I was super depressed. So I think after about a month, I'm like, I can't do this anymore because I am going crazy so then i um i seek therapy so i was seeing two therapists and then that really helped a lot but it was super fucking expensive because it was uncovered by insurance and then just like journaling meditation and like little by little just like learning about myself and like using all the tools that we have learned or not only like ourselves but that i have learned through like my self-development journey which has been like i don't know like five six years so finally after all that i'm at the point right now where I'm in a place where I feel strong and I feel good about myself. And, you know, like you girls know that I went on like my first date since a breakup yesterday. Ooh, my first real date. Ooh, 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 not yesterday. I'm sorry. Last weekend. But um, so, yeah, so it's it's becoming easier. I, I mean, I do have my moments like my birthday week, like you girls were aware and just, you know, there's moments where I do think about like the what ifs and, you know, like the good times and all that but right now i'm trying to just make it be like a good memory and just have it like do a little dance in my soul and then just release it because i mean what else am i gonna do you know like i don't want to cry about it anymore Mm -hmm. not not like i was before and i'm just like ready to like move on like you know fuck this guy like he didn't deserve me so whoever comes next it's, you know, be he's going to be, be prepared. I all ain't ready for me. Yeah. You ain't ready for this jelly. Yeah. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. I don't think you're ready for this jelly. <laughs> so, yeah. So that is what has helped me so far. And also drowning in work. I mean, that, that really yeah, helps. It, regardless like, if it's by choice or not, like you just had to during this. Cause. No, I mean, I didn't like have to because, you know, I could have chosen not to go into work, but it was a good distraction. I'm like, okay, I'm going to be at work. I'm not thinking about the breakup and I'm also making money. So mm-hmm. fuck yes. And hashtag so. COVID. Hashtag COVID. Now that yeah. was your coping mechanism that was for my your coping mechanism. breakup. Now, yeah. Amanda, can you talk a little bit about how you coped with your dramatic yes. breakup? Yeah, it was the best thing ever because I decided something's broken somewhere in my system, right? Whatever my patterns are, whatever I'm looking for, like this can't happen again. I cannot allow this to happen again. I'm going to look up every form of therapy possible and figure out what's going to be the most effective. In the meantime, I'm like hanging out with the few friends that I have, because especially during that relationship, I was super isolated, right? Because mm-hmm. everything made him jealous and suspicious and everything. So I'm like, I'm not going to do anything except go to work and go home and be with him. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
Someone told me I should do this self-development program thing. And I now have the two best friends a girl could ever have. Yes. So it all happened for a reason. There's yes. a light at the end of the tunnel. No it matter sure what is. crazy fucking... Uh, just insanity that can happen that you just think like you'll never recover from. Cause mm-hmm. let me tell you when I was in that spot, I was like, this is the end of the this world. This is the end of the world. Like, yeah. I don't even know why I'm a, a, a human anymore because like I, the hardest part was like the feeling of not trusting yourself. Mm-hmm. Like I literally don't know if I'm crazy or not. Like, I don't know if I can believe my own words coming out of my mouth. Like I don't know what I'm going to do with my life. If I'm literally that person that like needs someone to like supervise them like I don't am I schizophrenic do I not even know what I'm doing half of my life but coming out of that um yeah I think it a super inspired me to do the photography that I'm doing right which is yeah it's fun to do like like pretty be out in nature like with my friends and stuff like that but I I think even if I can't do it on a daily basis and it's like once a month or once a year or something, I like get that photo shoot with that person that like truly connects to what I'm creating with them and coming out of it. Like I know specifically a couple instances where I've had photo shoots like that, where I'm like, I want to make you a goddess. I want you to like be standing in your power and feel strong and feel sexy. And like, you don't have to be anything other than who you are and blah, blah, blah. And, like, them coming out the other end of that photo shoot, like, oh, my God, I've never seen myself like this. And, like, creating even one step forward for someone else. Like, Mm. that's what I enjoy. So I'm grateful for the experience I have because it, it like, lit the fire under that. And it brought me you guys. That's the best. One little side note about what you just said. So that's one thing that I also got from this whole like fiasco of a breakup that I know that something good will come of it because every single time something shitty has happened in my life, something else better has come from it. Like, for example, like when the fire in my apartment happened, <gasps> I moved <laughs> I moved yeah. to a better apartment. And then when that shitty ass situation with my roommate that was mm. squatting and I couldn't evict. The phoenix rises from the ashes. Exactly. And then what happened, I moved to LA. Mm. And then what happened with that shitty ass situation where... You know, we got ev- like I got evicted from the other apartment because my you were like land- subletting, right? Yeah, yeah because so it wasn't the girl even didn't you. exactly, but like the other girl didn't pay the rent. What happened? I got into like my own more awesome apartment. Which so- you allowed me to paint, and under those layers of paint, there is a giant dick painted on your wall. And you got a cat. And I got a cat. Which is the best part of all. Because we're now all cat moms. moms. The point is, is that (laughs) something amazing is coming out of this whole crappy ass breakup. I don't know. Maybe I'll meet like a gazillionaire. Exactly. Sugar 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 daddy daddy or something. I guess if you look at it too, it's like... It's like if you were exercising daily because you want to lose weight or something, right? Mm -hmm. And the first day or week or whatever, you're like, this fucking sucks. I'm exhausted. I don't Mm -hmm. feel good. My body hurts. But, like, the end result is awesome. I get to have a six-pack. I get to feel healthy. I get to, like, feel like a million dollars. Like, it's awesome. But you just have to go through the fucking pain and suffering to get there. I will never have a six-pack after just eating five slices (laughs) of pizza. (laughs) It was delicious pizza, well worth it. It was so good. And we have cake and ice cream waiting. Brought to you by Lucifer's Pizza. Yes. 
And but given yes. given that my breakup is at the time of this recording, eight hours old, I will say that I'm really grateful to have my squad, my DTM squad, because if it weren't for you ladies, I would literally be at home on my couch crying and, you know, watching Lucifer or crying some more. You don't even have your cats with you. I don't even have my cats with me because they're with my friend. And so I don't even have my cats to like cry on. And I would just be up all night tossing and turning. And instead, I get to enjoy some delicious Stella Rosa wine. <laughs> this please is not sponsor a, us. Please sponsor us. This is not a paid ad, but we would like to be paid. <laughs> also, the birth of DTM, as we discussed in episode one, was yeah. the Stella Rosa pop-up. Yes. So, and for anyone out there who may be in a relationship and maybe it's not working and you feel like it's headed toward the end. Ladies, what kind of breakup advice would you give? Trust you're a fucking gut. If yeah. you know deep down, if you see the red flags but you're doubting yourself, fucking go for it. If you, I mean, look at what I did. I had to reach out to this bitch to figure out that my ex had like a whole other life. So <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. Go for mm-hmm. it. It's going to be uncomfortable. It's going to be painful. But you know what? At the end, the end. Yeah. And you're a fucking queen. You don't deserve to be with a peasant like that. Right. Exactly. Fuck those guys. <laughs> yeah. That's what I would say too. Is mm-hmm. like knowing your worth. Like, wh- I guess put yourself in like, or put yourself in a situation to think if, if this was my friend, what would I tell them? Right? Like, I think mm-hmm. that all the time. Like, if you guys came to me and said, like, this is what happened, like, how would I respond to that? Would I be like, fuck that. You deserve better that's unacceptable or whatever. I mean, I think I try to be um, not reactive like that to begin with. And like, how can you take responsibility for the situation? But also like, know what your boundaries are. Really, that's what it is. Like, I know for myself from, I don't know, like a month into the relationship that I'm in, it was like, I wrote down and we had like a fucking business meeting. Like, these are my boundaries. I cannot tolerate anything outside of this, regardless if it's my own past trauma or whatever but like you need to know like these are things that trigger me or that i won't stand for or whatever but like know for yourself what your boundaries are going in because if you just try to figure it out as you go it just creates like miscommunication and disaster yeah and to piggyback off of that so the date that i went on on sunday this guy is coming off of a 12-year relationship as well so we have very openly discussed like okay we're both heartbroken we're both wounded like what is it that we're expecting out of this so Mm -hmm. we kind of set like mild boundaries because we're still kind of on you know that like breakup period and he's straight up said he's like you know what i know you're hurting i am too so i mean if anything comes out of that out of this at least we can be there for each other because we're kind of on the same boat so i'm like Mm -hmm. sweet but we have also discussed our things like okay if we were to get serious like where's this gonna go like how are we gonna do things so know what each other wants because yeah it could be something like you don't know this person's monogamous or not monogamous you don't know if this person wants to never cohabitate you don't know if good to know good to know kids kids or to move away to another fucking state Mm -hmm. Um, yeah yeah. And as someone who is also a dump E, uh, I will say my best advice is to listen as best you can. Um, try to come from understanding mm-hmm. because it's really difficult to end a relationship. Like no matter if it was a good relationship or a bad one, it is breakups are hard and it's always uncomfortable. Mm-hmm. So whether you're on the dumper or the dumpy side, just try to come from understanding because at the end of the day, 
breakups happen. What kind of person do you want to be? Do you want to be the crazy psycho ex or do you want to be the, do you want to be reactive or proactive? Do you want to be the best damn ex-girlfriend they ever had? Because that's me. (laughs) No, you know what? I will say that too. Like I know deep down I did everything right. And I was the best fucking girlfriend that this person ever had. I can guarantee it. He will never have a girlfriend like me. At the same time, I don't even care what I say about the relationship anymore because at the end of the day, he's not going to tell the truth to his friends. He's not going to tell the truth to strangers. He's not going to tell them what they did. So preach. I'm going to look up. I'm going to look like the crazy person anyway. So fuck it. I'm just going to be the crazy person because you're not going to like come clean to people about what you did. Right. So Mm. what like why am I going to be like, oh, my God, I'm going to be a lady and pretend like everything was good and like speak good about you. No, like fuck you. Like you're probably going to pay me as a crazy bitch. So fuck it. I'm going to be the crazy bitch. Crazy bitches unite. Yes. And with that, we're going to close out this episode of DTM DTM (laughs) podcast. Thank you so much for listening to our woes and our highs and our lows. Thank you for sharing. It's an incredible journey that we're all on together and we appreciate you for sticking around. So stay tuned for more episodes of DTM podcast.